What's up, everyone? You are now listening to another episode of Full Drop Podcast, a podcast where I, your host, give you the drop on everything local and abroad, whether that's sneakers, clothing, music, and much, much more. Work never ends, life does. Oftentimes, we push our own dreams aside and tell ourselves, I'll do it tomorrow. And I'm busy right now. Tomorrow, I'll for sure do it. As someone who does this as well, I recently took a step back and reflected on what I was truly so busy doing. I concluded it was honestly nothing. Many times we feel as if we get an unlimited amount of lives, that the current one is only life number one. But sadly, that's not the case. Instead of procrastinating, why not do things now? Chase your dreams, write that book, create that business, do what makes you truly happy. On today's episode, I'll be talking about everything that's been going on in my life, how my food pop-up went during the fair, co-hosting my first ever sneaker clothing and art event, what's still ahead for me, and much, much more. It feels good finally being able to sit down and record a podcast. I'm going to tell you everything that's been going on. This is honestly probably going to be a pretty long podcast, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Full Drop Podcast. All right, so man, it feels good to be back um, and record this podcast. It's been honestly a very, very long time since I've been able to sit down. Um, I know you guys have heard that so many times on other episodes, like, hey, you know, I've just been super busy, blah, blah, this and that. And that's exactly why I decided to start that off with an intro. Um, Because, man, I've been slacking. I've been trying to get stuff done, and um, there's no excuse for it. Things haven't been getting done. I have literally a lot of people that have been messaging me like, hey, you want to buy these shoes? Hey, what's up with my shoe cleans? Like, what's going on? Having to push stuff back, then having stuff not coming out on time. So I just I had to take a step back. I probably will um, be changing a couple stuff that I'm going to be doing as far as, like, shoe cleanings. I want to take a very, very long break from it and probably just do them whenever... I kind of feel like it um, because it's really a hassle, man. I'm trying to like clean everybody's shoes and then making sure that obviously I don't mess them up even more than how they already are. And it's super stressful. And then I have people that message me telling me like, hey, why are my shoes taking so long? And it's it's just super stressful. So I'll probably take a break from that. Um, But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump back into uh, this episode. I wanted to start off with the fair 2021 and how the fair went. Uh, The fair was honestly, it was pretty chill. Um, I'm sure you guys obviously by, know by now that the numbers weren't as big, or if you don't know, well, now you know. So the, the numbers weren't that big for the attendance, which really surprised me because I thought there'd be a lot more people coming into the fair. I thought since there wasn't a fair last year that, that you know people were going to pop out this year and be like, you know what, let's go since there wasn't one last year. Um, but that wasn't the case. I think 
on Friday was the only uh, record setting number, which Fair Friday is going to be um, East Saturday night. So that day was um, the only day that was record setting numbers. But besides that, there wasn't many much people. Of course, nobody was really wearing masks. I would say 99.9% of the people weren't wearing masks. Um, but again, it's just like an outdoor thing. Um, so yeah, it, the pop-up really, really went well. Um, if, if you don't know, you should know that I did a pop-up during the fair um, right by Gary's Bar and Grill. And I did a food pop-up and of course had parking there as well. And I wanted to explain because I did have some people like, how did you come up with it? Why did you want to do it? So every year, um, you know, fair parking is a thing except for last year, like I said, because they canceled it. Um, and I had an idea. I was like, what else besides parking can I provide so that people can come here, park and also kind of be convenient? Right. Um, and I always had this idea or this dream, this thought of having my own food like I always liked the idea of like opening up a restaurant that's actually one of my big things that I would want to do in the future um is like how can I get out of my comfort zone and actually do that because I was always in this bubble like I don't know like if I'm gonna do it um and I honestly just went with it uh and I'm super glad that I did because it went very very well I did sell a lot more than I thought I was going to and actually the last I think the last the second day um to last day I sold out of um, Elotes, which is going to be the corner of the cop, and I bought a crap ton of them, and for me to sell out was just super cool, all the other water sold out as well, um, and I just had a good time. The idea behind it was going to be um, just Mexican comfort food, and I love, you know, the snacks and stuff like that, um, I had chicharrones, I would had elotes, like I said, and all the fresh waters, horchata, which a lot of people loved, um, and it went very well, the feedback, of course, was very, very well. Uh, received and um, merch for it. I wanted to say shout out to Rotten Yellow because he is the one who created this wonderful, amazing um, character, you know, and and I had a lot of ideas of what I wanted to do. I went to a a couple people and he was the one who I truly felt could knock it out of the park and he did. Um, He knocked it out of the park and I'm super happy with it. Um, I did want to say also that I did get on the slingshot ride that I've always wanted to get on. And I would always see videos of people, you know, passing out and, um, you know, kind of just, I was just scared. I was like, oh, boy, what if I pass out? It's going to be recorded and all that stuff. So I decided it's the last day of the fair when I went and um, I said, screw it. Like, let's get on it. Um, got on it with my buddy. And, um, you know, it was just, it was awesome. It was cool that, you know, you can do things like that still with everything going on, have a little bit of fun and kind of relaxed that was really what i went there for and i had a good time now so many people this year um like i said did not go but i do have a plan for next year already um i wanted to do food again but i'm gonna kind of keep it a surprise of what type of food i'm gonna do and what exactly will be done um had a couple people come up to me during the stand and tell me why hey like why don't you do this next year why don't you do that i'm listening to everyone who's been giving me uh, feedback, of course, and comments for next year. I already have something that I've been planning and that I'm going to be working on this year already for next year um, because I do like to kind of have things prepared. Now, um, I was pretty prepared actually for the fair, and I'm glad I was. I had all the things that I needed. I was like, hey, what if I run out of this? Boom, I already had it. Um, I think the only time I had to go uh, to the store was, I want to say, that same week, but it was just to get more ingredients because I sold out of something. So, I didn't think I was going to sell out of that item, and then I did, so I had to go back and go get some more, Um, but, 
you know, I just want to say thank you to everyone that showed up, that popped out, and people just sharing my post. It was super crazy to see how many people shared my post, and then the people that are their friends came out, and they're like, I'm like, hey, like, how'd you hear about me, about the pop-up? Yo, I heard from you um, from this person's post that they shared. I'm like, yo, that's super cool. Um, so I want to do something like that again next year. Like I said, I'm kind of keeping it a secret right now and uh, see what we have in store for next year. But now I want to change over to Chicago Sneaker Con. While I was gone over the weekend, um, I did go to Chicago Sneaker Con, and I'm telling you, there were so many people. I have never seen so many people at a sneaker con, and I've gone to sneaker cons before. Um, there was just so many people, like, from the line, and I kind of liked it, and I kind of did it the way they did it because I remember the first year, I want to say, they changed it. Um, when I went the first time, all the people were lined up in the inside, and it was kind of better because, of course, outside it's super hot, it's humid, it's nasty. Um, but this year they had everyone waiting outside to get inside. Um, there was a different door to get in this time. And I think that's the, I think the reason why that happened was probably because the hotel maybe like didn't like that there were so many people inside and maybe cause of COVID too, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just didn't like that part. Um, but again, there was a lot of people and the only thing I was really looking to buy was I, I call them the camcorder dunks, the SB lows that only released in Europe. Um, but I think their official name is like VX1000 or something like that. Um, those are really the only shoes that I'm looking for right now. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to find not even a single pair in another size in SneakerCon. Super bummed out about that. And they don't even go for much. So um, that was the only thing that I was looking to buy. But talking about buying too, um, the prices were, eh, they were pretty decent. You had those people that were charging market, which of course I'm willing to pay. But then you had those people that were just charging way over market i saw some shoes that were going for 400 they had them marked up over 150 dollars so it was just it's crazy man and then some people don't even want to negotiate so i feel like those people that don't even want to negotiate don't even really want to sell their shoes they're just like eh, we're looking to see if i can if i can get this if i don't i'm just gonna keep it so um also i did see my grails there which my girls are gonna be the nike sb low freddy cougars i've always 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 wanted this shoe um and actually my wife made me a rug of it um that's in front of our studio which i absolutely love um man i saw them there and i was like yo this pair is my grail that's like one of my grail shoes if not the grail shoe that i want in my collection and um, seeing it there in person i didn't touch it i want to touch it. it's a super expensive pair um that's like house money i think it's there are like forty fifty thousand dollars um for a shoe and um yeah, it's just crazy to see it again in person and um i did want to talk about two one thing buying there i did go to sell a couple shoes and i'm super glad that they did sell there um the only thing that i wasn't too happy about was people kept coming up to me and they're like hey how much are do you want for those and i'm like Oh, uh, I had a pair of shoes there that brand new. They go for like 600, but people on their tables were charging 650, right? So I'm like, they're worn, but they're not too worn. They're pretty clean. I'm gonna ask 500, right? 500, I think is fair. Um, and then when I when I was walking around with the shoes, I would have people come up to me or my wife and be like, hey, how much do you want for those? Oh, I want 500. Oh, okay, they're brand new, right? No, like like it's just kind of one of those things. Like, why would I be selling a pair for 500 if they're brand new? If they're going for 600 and everyone else on their table is selling them for 650. So what I really saw a lot on SneakerCon was people still trying to put that same mindset. And I wanted to do a video, but unfortunately I didn't because I didn't go both days. Um, 
of to see like every year like every probably couple years to see where the sneaker game is at because i think the sneaker game right now is all types of fucked up um i had people there that mainly their focus was um finessing and, and i know that that's kind of been been the trend right now um especially with soul world the people don't know what the fuck i'm talking about um there's this tiktoker who has been made famous or made himself famous by finessing people so he would be like oh i just got these jordans for 70 dollars and they sell for 500 dollars or and I don't know if it's cap. I know some of it isn't cap, but um, people will do anything for views now. I'm not saying that he's doing it for views or like his, some of his videos are fake, but that was like the whole thing behind it. And now people are trying to copy that. People literally are trying to buy shoes for $100 when market's $600. So like, you know, like it, it's just kind of messed up. Um, I'm not a big fan of it. I saw him there at Chicago Sneaker Con um, and, you know, it was just that type of vibe of like oh it's cool to finesse people what happened to like just paying the price or maybe asking for a little bit more and you show love the next time um when i first got into sneakers that's how it was you know you show love here show love there and you get shown love back too you know so now everything's just about finessing trying to find that price um really robbing people at this point um but it, look if you want to sell your pair for a hundred bucks and you can get like five hundred dollars out of it that's on you i can't tell people uh what to sell their shoes for but that was the only thing that i didn't like um seeing there at sneaker con too like i said the prices first were decent uh for the most part but then that whole like finessing thing and then people coming up oh how much you want for these shoes ah 500 they're brand new right you know just trying to make a quick flip i think quick flips are cool they're good if you don't have a lot of money and you just want to get that you know quick in and out which i absolutely love doing but there's just a kind of like that line of like how far am I going to stretch this um, and just that whole finessing thing. I saw so many young kids there um, and I kept hearing conversations. Oh, I'm trying to finesse, bro. That's a finesse. That's a finesse this. That's a finesse that. Um, and it was just this really annoying um, and unfortunate that that's kind of like the role models now is this people just trying to tell them like, oh, you should finesse people like you should do that. So um yeah like i said i saw some people there just it was just stupid to me um overall activities was eh. i mean you go in there then you're not really going there to do activities there was a couple stuff that you could do with ebay authentication and join like you know their raffle which is pretty cool i liked um you can make shirts too as well i know racks um from new york um he used to i think he still does work for complex he has a show um super cool dude i met him four years ago man in Kansas City, and I said what's up to him, he was the one that was doing custom shirts, you can get shirts printed there, and, and do this and that, which is pretty cool, which I liked, um, and also, I did meet Anderson Blue, which if you don't know, you should know by now, he does a crazy, really crazy um, art stuff uh, with the shoes, so, like, there's a Cactus Jack 6 that he did, um, Travis Scott, and he kind of made it look like a cactus, so I think that's really cool, and I've been following him for a very long time, and, um, it's just really cool to see how he's grown over the years, and it's weird because I got mixed up with him um, when he was talking to me about, like, how long I've been following him, and I was like, I just froze. I was like, dude, I've been following you for a long time, and I couldn't get the words out, you know, um, and I had to purchase the MF Doom print from him that I really liked, and I saw as soon as I went up to his table, I was like, yo, I need this uh, to hang up here in the studio, which I'm actually probably going to do after recording this because um, I really liked it, you know, he had really good good art there, and it's crazy to see how much he has grown over the years, and how much now he's getting recognized for his artwork, and I did shoot him an idea, maybe he'll use it, maybe he won't, 
Um, I know he's been working on a couple stuff. He posted on his Instagram that he's been working on an NFT, which I think think is really cool. Of course, NFTs are super big right now. They're going for an insane amount of money. Um, so, yeah, what I want to do in the future for SneakerCon, I was supposed to vend this year with my wife, but, you know, things got super busy for us, event after event after event, and we didn't think that it was going to be like that. Um, but I'm super, like I said, I'm super glad and happy that um, people are reaching out. People love my wife's rugs. I'm doing my sneaker cleaning and stuff like that, which I, I couldn't I couldn't ask for more, honestly. Um, but I do want to vend in the future, probably next year. I'm just going to give us uh, some time so that way we can get stuff knocked out and I don't have to be worried about all these projects, trying to get stuff out like that. Um, and yeah, that, that's my plan for next year. Um, and actually talking about sneakers while I'm on the topic, I wanted to talk about some sneakers that are coming out and that have, have came out and kind of my opinions on there. I wanted to talk about the Air Jordan 1 Travis High and the Low. This collab is probably, I think, the most hyped uh, collab of the year so far. I can't see anything out beating it besides this. Um, I guess, again, another Travis shoe. Um, I think they killed it, man. There's There wasn't really much that, that could be done wrong. I know a lot of people didn't like it on the highs that he didn't do like that black toe like he did on the lows. Um, but I like both of them. I kind of prefer the lows over the highs just because I own a pair of Travis lows and they're super easy to just slip on wherever you got to go. You know, you don't have to lace them up and have to do all that. It's easy. Put them on. You're good to go. Um, so I think those are really good. The Air Jordan 4 Lightning, I've been wanting since back in 06. I've literally would always remember on the Nike Talk pages and all that of people posting them, you know, and, and they were going for an insane amount of money. Um, and they still are. They're over a thousand. Um, and I was like, yo, I need these. I really want those. And I was back then, I was what, like, when I realized them, because obviously I was six, I was around like 10, 11. Um, which was a couple years after they released, and I really wanted them, and then I looked up how much the price went, which I think I looked them up on Flight Club or something like that, um, and I was like, yo, there's no way like I'm ever going to be able to own this pair, so I'm super glad that they did re-release, and not only did they re-release, but they killed it with the quality. I think the quality was A1, and also the, the box. I love how the box, um, Jordan Brand has been doing it with, like, you know, making the box different, not just that regular flip top Jordan box with the gold jump and I think that's a trash trash box um, but with the whole box and everything even when they did it with the uh, with the Toro uh, fives um, I think those are not the Toro but the um, Raging Bull fives my bad and um, I think that those were really cool the dunk low pink foams are really cool too as well um, I think Nike brand killed it with that one um, and I've been seeing a lot of two Yeezy slides a lot lately um, being released. I think they're all pretty cool. Um, it's just something that I'm kind of tired of already. I really like that they did new things with the AKA Yeezy Crocs, um, which I think those are absolutely beautiful. I told so many people, man, and I've been hearing it. Hey, bro, I got a pair. I wish I could have gotten it uh, sooner when you were telling people to buy them. And I was. I still have the video up on my Instagram. I was literally telling people. Go buy them. They're going to go up. And they were only going for like 130 150 And now they're at around 300 plus depending on the size. Um, which is just, it, it's crazy to see that happen. But I knew that shoe was going to do very, very good. Um, and the up, another upcoming shoe too that I wanted to talk about is the Mummy Dunks, the SB Lows. I really, really want this shoe. It's coming out in October, I believe. And I have a very special project to go along with it. 
I'm super excited um, to, to release that and to show you guys what I've been working on. And my guy Rotten Yellow posted kind of like a little snip of it. Um, it's still kind of early, man. It's the 15th. It's not going to be released until October, but I'm super, super happy with it. I'm, I'm trying to decide what day I want to um, release the artwork. And obviously, um, not that many people know what I'm doing. Some people do um, just because I wanted to get kind of a feedback on it. But very special project coming for October and actually two very special projects. Um, one, I'll be dropping kind of like the earlier of October and then the other one kind of towards the end. I'm super excited. My guy Rotten Yellow has been absolutely killing it. And I tell you, he is honestly the best and the best um, because when I met him, he was a super chill dude. I met him at the Fam Jam and then I you know, started texting him, met him up for some artwork. And ever since that, it's been nonstop projects over and over and over and over again. So if you have any projects, anything you can think of, hit up Rotten Yellow on Instagram, he will do it, and um, I really like, too, that even though I'm kind of bad at this, I'm not going to lie, but messaging back, super good on messaging back, also, another thing he's really good at is the time frame that he gets stuff done at, so if you need something, let him know, and he'll get it done for you, and that's what happened with the original first design that he created for me, um, which was for the fair, and, um, you know, he killed that, I got it printed, everything. He sent me the files that I needed, and it, it was just easy work with that. So I really am grateful uh, that I met him and that he's been, you know, working with me. And we've been going back and forth on projects. Again, October, two projects are going to drop. I'm super, super excited to announce them. But until then, we have to wait for, you know, what's in plan for this year. Um, another thing I did want to talk about is going to be um, the winter shoes that are coming out. I don't see many winter shoes coming out. I know it's already um, kind of getting cold here. I woke up this morning. I'm like, yo, it is cold. Um, I'm not used to it, you know, because I was used to waking up. It's being hot, muggy kind of, but I kind of liked it. Um, but now it's cold and you can kind of hear it in my voice too. Um, it, I wake up and I go outside. I'm like, oh, I need to put on the sweater because, you know, I don't want to get sick. Um, but yeah, I think some winter shoes are going to have to be releasing. I'm, I'm super excited for that too. Um, I don't see any shoes releasing right now that are like for the winter, whether that's Adidas or Jordan brand, um, but I need some winter boots because I don't want to be wearing my shoes in the winter in the ice, snow, salt, getting them all messed up. So I think what I'm going to do is probably buy one or two boots. Um, I want to buy the Yeezy boots because um, I think that's a perfect shoe for the winter, a shoe that I can just beat up and wear probably the whole winter. they will be the only two shoes that I'm going to wear because um, I'm going to get them you know, messed up and and dirty um and kind of switching the topic i did want to give a special special shout out um to the newlyweds my cousin uh jesus and his wife maria got married over the weekend and not over the this weekend but i want to say two weeks ago um they got married and it was honestly very beautiful they've been together for a very long time um and i really enjoyed the weekend we spent our weekend with him and her and celebrated it it was honestly beautiful if you saw my social media platforms i gifted them a pair of air jordan 1 shadow 2.0s and i cannot tell you how many times this man would hit me up he'd be like yo let me know if you get these let me know if you get these um i would buy them my size this and that like i kept on even like literally the weekend i think it was on a friday the friday before he got married he, we were at the bar having a good time talking, and he's like, "Yo, uh, if you get a pair, like, let me know." And I, the, literally, the last thing I told him was, 
bro, I got you. And I had already bought his pair. I was just waiting for them to come in. And they literally came in a day before. So I was super nervous. I was trying to get the shoes in and get them wrapped up for the wedding and everything. Um, and I just wanted to give them a special shout out. Thank you guys truly, both of y'all, for believing uh, in us and this podcast, our projects, coming out and helping us here at the studio. Um, I really wouldn't have had a lot of things. I'm looking around while I'm filming this here. I wouldn't have a lot of this if it wasn't for them. Um, I was literally like trying to put these things in. I think I've seen a couple. I've, I've showed a couple of videos of how um, our wall display looks. Um, but we have a new vinyl thing up there with the full drop logo, which looks really dope. He, of course, my cousin Jesus helped put that up. Um, and then also the things as well that hold our all of our collectible stuff. You know, if it wasn't. For them coming out here, helping out, I wouldn't be up. I probably would have been drilling hella holes in the walls. Um, and it just wouldn't have been up like that. So I'm super grateful. Thank you guys for always believing in us. And um, always supporting us, man. Because, like, everything that I've been doing, they've been supportive with it. Yo, how can I help out coming out and stuff like that? I, I truly, truly am happy that I have some family like that, you know, that, that, that will help us out, come out, even if they're super busy, because I know my cousin and, and his wife are super busy, but they made time for us, so I, I truly appreciate that, um, the Full Drop Studio would not be where it's at right now if it wasn't for them, for their help, and it really, really, truly means a lot, so thank you guys, and uh, congrats on, on the marriage. Uh, now getting into co-hosting my first ever sneaker clothing and art event, um, it was low-key last minute, man. Uh, I was super nervous because I just, I was like, yo, what if nobody shows up? What if nobody, like, is like, hey, let's pop out, right? Um, and I want to give a big shout out to everyone that helped. Um, Best in the Midwest group chat. Um, I want to thank everyone for coming out. Those who did, those who didn't, it's okay, you know. Um, and just thanks to all the vendors, too, for believing us, taking their time out, coming to the to Iowa. Because I know some of them had a, a, a pretty far drive. And it was just an overall well, well event. Um, like I said, it was low-key last minute. We had some vendors uh, pull out at the last moment, and I was freaking out. Even, like, the Monday before the event, I was freaking out. I was telling Aaron, I was like, yo, like, what's going to happen? What's going to go on? Um, but then I was just like, you know what? I need to take a step back. If this goes the way we want it to go, it will. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know? It's going to be our first ever event. And literally... Every single day, we kept on having vendors come in, come in, come in, come in. Like, yo, let me vend. I want to vend, this and that. So even though we had a, uh, some vendors pull out, we filled all that within that week. And that meant a lot to me. Um, and it was just really cool. Struggling with vendors, like I said, it was something that we didn't think was going to happen because we thought people were going to be there no matter what. Um, but that's one thing that obviously we have to work on the next time. Um, but with the vendors that were there, I think it couldn't have gone even better. Uh, I think everyone was really good. All sales were good, especially um, the Crooked Art Studio man was selling hella art. Um, and his booth with his wife was really dope. I think that's uh, someone that we will for sure want on the next one. Um, and one thing I did want to talk about is getting serious with talking about money. If you're ever going to go inside... Or not go inside, but go through with an event. You have to have people that are about their money and their time because it's something that's gonna have to be brought up. Whether it makes you uncomfortable, whether you're okay with talking about it, people gotta be serious about it. And that's why I'm glad that Aaron uh, and Common uh, were really cool about it 
they both were honest about what they think of the event, what money we have going into this, and they were like, you know, this legit. And and that's one thing that I'm super grateful to have because I know some people don't have that. Some people go in with a business partner and then that business partner either lies to them, trying to be shady. It's just all types of bad. So I'm super happy that um, we got to talking about money, sitting down, how many, you know, uh, how many people are, do we expect to come in? And, you know, that went all very, very good. Everything has to be transparent. Everything has to be upfront. If you're going to go in and, you know, break bread together, you have to be honest about things. Um, one thing I did want to talk about was the food vendor not showing up. Um, it, it was a huge, huge letdown because we did promote it. We promoted, and I'm not going to say their name, but you can go ahead and go on our Instagram we promoted that that food vendor was going to be there, right? So everything's going good. We have all the vendors there. I'm like, yo, um, we're an hour out. I text this food vendor. I'm like, yo, where you at? No response. I'm like, yo, what the heck? So even before that, that week, I texted them, hey, here's a location. Hope to see you guys out there. And they're like, yeah, we'll be there for sure, blah, 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 right? Everything was good. An hour before, I'm like, yo, it's an hour before. They should probably be here by now, right? Um, I understand if you're running a, like a couple minutes late, it's, it's whatever, I get no response to them. So I'm like blowing up their inbox. It's getting closer now, 30 minutes before the show starts. I mean, it's getting closer and closer. I'm like, yo, where are you guys at? What's going on? I'm blowing up their phone, even though I know I don't like when my phone blows up, but I'm blowing up their phone. And then um, they just never show up. Just leave me on scene. And I'm like, yo, what am I supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? We promoted that there were supposed to be food vendors here and there's not a food vendor. Um, so we had people literally like come up to me like, yo, where's, where's, uh, so-and-so at? We saw you guys were going to have them here. I'm like, yo, honestly, I take full responsibility in this because I am the one that reached out to them and they said they were going to be here and they're not. So what we ended up doing was just buying pizza and doing pizza, bro. Like that was literally the only thing we could think of to get it in out fast. People are hungry. They want something to eat. So that was the only thing that I could like that we thought of. And, um, we ended up doing that. Um, and you know, went well, so kind of had to do things back and forth, figure out who's going to be at the pizza table, who's going to be at the front door, um, taking people in. And, um, it was just, like I said, not everything goes as planned, but I think that for it being our first event, it went as, as well and even more well than I thought it was going to be. Um, so I'm really happy with that. It was overall a success and I keep on getting questions. What's next? When's the next event? Just chill out. We're kind of working on it. Uh, I've been talking to Common, to um, uh, a couple other people too, uh, vendors trying to get stuff set up maybe for something next year. Um, but people want more. I don't, I don't think we'll do something for the winter because not a lot of people pop out. Winter time is kind of like that chill season for shoes. And then getting into springtime, that's when stuff starts to pop off again. So stay tuned for what is next and um, you know what, what we have planned. I, I can't tell you guys how thankful I am. Uh, for everything, for the food pop-up that went well, um, for just like the overall events that has been going on went well. And actually, we did go to, I think it was Cedar Rapids. Uh, me and my wife went to a city market over there, and it was really amazing. I really wish that Des Moines had something like that. So it was like a building, but everything in the building was mainly food. Um, there was some art stuff there, too. Uh, for the pop-up of course but there was like a lot of food and they're all local foods and the food was pretty good tried some new things out had some really amazing pizza um, I wish we had that type of thing here in Iowa where it's just like a building 
people can eat there. There's all local foods. I don't see that. I mean, I think the closest, and this is not even close to what we were doing there, but like the closest thing is kind of like the, the, um, I can't, I can't even remember now is like the, um, the market on every Saturday. I mean, that's the closest thing, but it doesn't really compare to that because it's just every Saturday and then they shut it down after it starts getting cold. So, um, it wasn't that, that good. I should, as a comparison, but that's probably the closest thing I could come up with. Um, but I would just want to say shout out to everyone that's been supporting us. Um, my wife honestly has been, uh, knocking out the rug. She has a lot of, you know, stuff that she still has to get done. Um, we've been taking a little bit of vacation, even though we probably shouldn't have, but, um, I say that because we have a lot of our on our plate right now, um, but we've been trying to get stuff knocked out and just, you know, trying to get things rolling. Really, that's how it is. Um, and that's probably what we're going to be doing for the uh, for the to kind of end the year is try to get stuff knocked out um, and, you know, just live life every day. I'm kind of closing out this episode. Um, I wanted to talk about. Um, something I, I, I guess I do talk about and then I don't talk about, but I've been thinking about often more and more. Um, and it's something that my mom always tells me, man, when I literally talk to my mom every single day, um, and she's always like telling me, you're so busy. Like you're literally always busy. I'm like, mom, I'm sorry. Can't, can't go over today. Uh, she wants me to help me with like with this and that. And it's just, it's overwhelming, man. I like, I'm super stressed out. Um, trying to get stuff done. I got a lot of shoe stuff that I have to get done. Um, packages to ship out, uh, helping my wife, of course, helping my family that needs help. Um, it's just a lot going on right now. But one thing she always tells me, and um, she says, understand that work will never end. You will never go to your nine to five and they tell you that there is nothing to do ever. And one thing she always tells me is work never ends. Life does. Um, so oftentimes, man, like I said, even me, I'm like, oh, I got to go work. I got to get this done. I got a lot of work. And my mom's always telling me like, yo, like work is always going to be there. Work is work. Work never ends, but your life does. Um, so many times people like I see, and it's cool. You know, I know I understand people got to pay bills. I understand people got to do what they got to do to survive. But I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm working like 12 hour shifts. I'm working 15 hour shifts. And I'm like, God damn, like they don't make time for themselves. And I was even talking to someone as well. I'm like, yo, like, cause they were asking me, what do you do outside of, of your nine to five? Oh, you know, I do this. I have my podcast. I, my wife does rugs. I do sneaker cleanings. I sell shoes. Um, I do YouTube videos. And I'm like, what do you do? Nothing. Like literally nothing. I'm like, is, like, are you ha-? like some people might be happy with that. So I was like, Hey, are you happy with that? No, I wish I was doing something else. I don't want to be working here for the rest of my life. And they're like, what, 40-something? I'm like, God, like, come on, bro. Like, if if there was ever a time to start your own business, it's now. Like, so many people are starting their businesses right now. Um, even if it fails, like, it's cool. Like, you learn from it. And that's why I, with everything that I'm doing, I don't care if it fails because I'm young. I would rather be doing like failing right now than being 50 60 years old and then like oh i kind of want to start my business right now you know what there's, what there's nothing wrong with that but like i'm super glad that i'm getting into this right now i'm learning from my mistakes whether that's like trying to see how i handle my money things not to spend it on stupid things i should have really never spent it on um business things hey maybe this didn't go as planned okay i learned from it the last thing i want to do is be on my deathbed and be like you know what i wish i would have started my business what if you know, I would have started this. What if? 
And that was one thing that I see a lot, so many times, and I know I've spoken about this certain situation before, but there is this really older lady um, that I used to work with, and um, she was like, she was like 70, 80 something years old. And, you know, she couldn't walk right, but she was trying to walk and she was working hella hours. And I asked her, I'm like, yo, like, I don't want to be rude, but like, why are you still here? Like, what, what did you do in your life? Cause I love learning from people's mistakes. And she said she never believed in herself. She wanted to do certain things and her parents would be like, no, nah, don't do that. Get a regular job. And that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And I think that's a huge mistake that a lot of people do. Yes, you can still have a nine to five, but also what are you doing after five? Are you chasing your dreams or are you just going to sit down and do nothing? So that was one thing that my mom always tells me. And I say this from coming from someone that was homeless. So when me and my mom, mom first moved here from Georgia, we moved here and my mom didn't have shit. We had family, but what did family want to do? No, my mom doesn't have a job. They wanted to charge a rent. My mom couldn't do that. My mom was like, yo, I don't have a job. I have a son. Um, like I'm ready to work, but I can't get a job. So what did we do? We literally lived in a homeless shelter. Like, I'm like, yo, come on. Like what more do people want? And people often are like, oh, I'm, uh, it's cause like, I, I can't do this. I can't do that. I've been there. You know, I I've been there, but it's really your work ethic. That's going to get you to being where you want to be. You cannot want to be rich and rich can mean many things. Rich can be and like the only way you view it. Rich for me is having all my bills paid, having, you know, a little bit of money for stuff that I want to do. And my family is healthy. That's more than enough. Um, I know people want to buy the newest things and I love shoes. Look, I love shoes. I love designer stuff, but that's not what makes me happy in life. It's just being with people that I love and being with people that um, I can, you know, just be around and everything is good, you know, that's enough for me, so that's one thing that I, I really have been trying to work on this year, is just being less of trying to think about materialistic things, and kind of just be more simple, do I need all these damn shoes, no, that's why I got some rid of them, uh, some of them on sneaker con, because I'm like, yo, I never even wear these shoes anymore, I literally just have them sitting, this is a $500 shoe that I sold at sneaker con, and I just had it sitting in my closet for a while, and I didn't, like, it was getting dusty, I'm like, yo, I don't need this shit, I'm going to have, I'm going to sell it. Maybe someone else can enjoy it more than I can. Um, and this big, like, honestly, these big companies don't give a fuck about you. And I say that because I've been there. Like, there's been so many times where, I, especially during COVID, people are getting sick, had COVID, and they're like, fucking like, yo, I'm dying. Their job, what does their job do? Oh, if you're not coming in, this and that. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this person is dealing with a disease right now and you're just not going to go fucking like, oh, I'm going to fire you or you're going to get written up. And there was companies, even though, yes, it is against the law. There was companies that were literally letting them go. And I saw that firsthand. I'm so I'm like, what the hell? Like, people don't give a fuck. And like one thing I see often is, well, from these companies is like they think that everyone is replaceable. And yes, a body can be replaced easily. It's all about the worth ethic. Are you going to find someone else that's going to work the same? Are you going to find someone else that has that same drive? Are you going to find someone else to bring that same happiness to your customers? No. So that's one big thing that people have to realize is that work will never end. After we're all dead, work will still be there. Um, so do what makes you happy. Take time out of the day to make yourself happy and take your vacation if you need to. Save a couple money. Save, you know, some bread. Take that vacation, do what makes you happy, and live simple. That's the best thing that I could say um, to kind of end stuff off is 
do what makes you happy and live a simple life. You'll be so surprised how happy you are or how happy you can be um, when your life is just simple, man. You, you can go ahead and buy those shoes if you want to. Just don't go overboard and really realizing what makes you happy. Does that material stuff make you happy or paying your bills make you happy? Um, what is going to make you happy and what's going to, you know, help you in the long run? One thing as a closing statement that I wanted to say um, is this isn't your test life. It's your only life. So living your life, like I said, as if it's just one out of nine lives that you're going to get is is, is going to set you up for failure. You have to live your life because it's your only life. And yes, you can make mistakes, but how far are you going to let that get to you? Um, like I said, I love making mistakes because I learn from it. I love learning from other people's mistakes. Um, so that way I don't do those same things. And um, that's one big thing that I've been looking at, especially this year, is trying to see how I can kind of um, downsize everything and just live more simple um, and because that's what makes me happy. Uh, so I want to say thank you again, kind of closing statement. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm your host, of course. If you don't know me, my name is Manny. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at 99Manny, all spelled out. Find the podcast at Full Drop Podcast. And also follow my sneaker page at 90. It's N-I-N-E-T underscore N-I-N with the number 9 at the end. 99. Thank you. I love you guys. And one more thing, too. I did want to give a shout-out to my wife. She's been working super hard on the rugs. Uh, go ahead and follow her on Instagram at Danny's Rugs. Um, it's D-A-N-I-S-R-U-G-S at Danny's Rugs. Thank you guys for all the love and support. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I've Like I said, life has been crazy busy. And that's exactly why you see that on there. It's full drop behind the mayhem. Um, and that, it really is. It's This is everything that's been going on in my life. Um, it's been super crazy. I had so many things that I didn't want to talk about on this episode, but I kind of had to cut it short. Um, but I just want to say thank you guys for all the love and support. I truly, truly appreciate it. I know my wife truly appreciates it too. Thank you everyone who's been supporting us, who's been showing love, sharing our posts. It truly goes a long way. Stay tuned for what's next, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.